0: Welcome to WrestleBuddy's GameSpot's Wrestling Podcast about wrestling, friendship, and wrestling with friendship. I am your host, the one and only Wrestle Buddy, Matt Elfring, and with me as always is my closest one and only Wrestle Buddy, Chris Hayner. Matt, I understand what you're trying to do, introducing yourself as the one and only Wrestle Buddy, Matt Elfring. <laughs> yeah, I have feelings, and they matter to me. But I also introduced you as the one and only wrestle buddy. No, you introduced me as your one and only wrestle buddy. <laughs> Let's go back to the tape. <laughs> Check the tape. <laughs> it's football season. Is it? I thought sports yeah. are canceled. No, no, that's why you. That's why you can't get a hold of me on Sundays now. It's wrestle time. I, it's football time. It's, it's wrestle. <laughs> it's also time. wrestle time. Oh, wrestle time is seven days a week. No, so like uh, to date this intro a little bit. Uh, yeah. I saw a tweet last night that the Tampa Bay Lightning won the Stanley Cup, and I was like, oh, hockey happened this year? Oh, I didn't even know hockey was still going. I had no idea. I assumed everything was canceled, but congratulations, Tampa Bay. You are now, uh, you got the cup. You did it. You did it. Nobody was there to see it happen because audiences aren't allowed anywhere near a sporting event unless you're in the Thunderdome chris speaking of wrestling which the show speaks about a lot Mm. what do we have on the docket today oh oddly enough we have zero wrestling topics today no i'm kidding oh that's weird that was a joke that was a joke my sincerest apologies uh later in the show we're breaking up the soapbox one more time matt we're giving someone who isn't necessarily a noted wrestling fan the opportunity Mm -hmm. to speak on wrestling however what i will say is today's guest your friend tom clancy uh mm-hmm. he has some really good wrestle opinions and I am very excited for the listeners to hear them. Yes. Yes. I'll I'll go into further uh, about that later because I don't want to give you too much now. We want to yeah. keep you on. This is like the appetizer. This is the appetizer and you know what this appetizer makes you want to do Matt? Read, a review course? us on itunes baby <laughs> <laughs> bam. Bam, 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 bam. i just punched the camera a bunch. you sure <laughs> did i was scared but before all that the thing you're gonna really want to give us the rating and the review for we got the one and only the former slash possibly future cleaner all elite wrestling executive vice president kenny omega is on the show how did he get here i don't remember magic yeah he flew in uh Uh like it's like superman honestly yeah that's how it works like canadian superman truth justice in the canadian way and answered our questions and if you're wondering man chris uh you got kenny omega on Mm. serious guy running a serious company Mm. are you gonna work in a question about blow up doll wrestler Absolutely, damn right we will. Here's here's the thing. You would think no, because Matt he is an executive vice president of a major corporation. Mm -hmm. Like, why would we at all ask him about wrestling a blow up doll? But of course we're gonna. Of course we're gonna do that. Absolutely. Let's go to
1: the tape.
0: First of all, Kenny Omega, thank you. Welcome to WrestleBuddies. Thank you for being here.
1: Well, my pleasure. Thank you for having me.
0: Uh, The big thing you're here to talk about today is the new AEW action figure lineup. Uh, I'm wondering, obviously you are both, you've been a wrestler for a long time, but you're also a big wrestling fan. What was it like for you to see yourself immortalized as that action figure the first time?
1: It was really cool. It It was sort of just like another benchmark for us to hit as a company. We never knew while we were discussing sort of, the potential of, of running our own company where that end goal was just how far we could go with it and to get our first tv deal that was huge it was humongous to to run pay-per-view that was that was large um suddenly we're doing these 3d scans and now we're, we have these i'm holding this prototype of an action figure of me and there are things that just keep happening to us as professional wrestlers that legitimize us as a company and as a, as a real brand. So it was, it was very cool, very neat. And, um, it's kind of like a double whammy for me because I had two action figures in the end. I had, you know, the single figure, and then the, they had a, a special variant for the actual ring. Um, mm. for, well, so yeah, two two reasons to be real excited at that point.
0: You and Chris Jericho, as far as I know, are the only two that have that sort that what the double whammy right off the bat. Do you have a favorite between the two Kenny Omega figures?
1: Uh I'm a little partial to the green costume, but there's a little bit more um I'll say of a sentimental tie to it for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had some great matches in it. Uh I think the design was great. It was um it was sort of tied in as well with uh, my video game sponsor, at the Time Razor. So there were um just various meanings tied to the costume itself. And I just I I always loved sort of like a neon greenish um on black sort mm-hmm. of look. Um I'm a very like cyberpunk type fan you know, like Batman Beyond type stuff. So it was really cool for me to uh, to see that now in figure form and and for them to have done it so, so fantastically because there's a lot of articulation points and there's a lot of very fine lines. Um, and they made sure that it was all there. So I was really impressed.
0: So considering, you know, that AEW does have a massive roster, uh, how did you guys in Jazzwares kind of figure out who was going to be in that first wave?
1: That's a good question because I was not a part of that decision-making process. I have no idea why and why why the people that were chosen were chosen, um, but I was just happy that I was and even happier that I had a variant as well. I think, too, because like we had no – there's no history to – there's no like you know figure aside from T-shirt sale figures to look at to to sort of decide which which are hot merch sellers, mm-hmm. um, and who knows what kind of correlation there is between T-shirts and and action figures and all that. So um, I would assume that they just thought that we're going to take our core roster, um, the guys that are sort of operational on top tier guys. I'm pretty sure they did look at the, the the data for who's selling t-shirts and who's selling out for their meet and greets and their 8x10s and all that. And I'm sure that all came into play. Um, but yeah, to, to, for whatever reason, for me to fall into that category of being someone who should be released in the first season, I'm really happy.
0: It's also, uh, like, obviously it's huge for the company, but it's also a wild step for, I feel like, professional wrestling in general. It was just a couple of years ago when you guys, uh, pre-AEW, started getting your shirt stocked in, like, a Hot Topic, and that was a huge deal, and now you can walk into a Walmart anywhere in the country, and there's a display for your action figures.
1: Yeah, I mean, I remember even back in those days when the Hot Topic deal came about, and you know, I'm not a really a hot topic shopper or anything, but when I was in a mall, I would make it a point to go into a hot topic and see if like are is our stuff really there? Like is it actually on the <laughs> show? And it it's so cool to see, you know, amongst, you know, some of these heavy metal bands and anime programs and you know some pop culture type stuff, um, that they've made a slot for us. And in some cases there's a display just for our merchandise and it and it's Flying off the shelves um, very cool feeling. and now it's you know that feeling all over again, but with Walmart, which is even of course a much on a much larger scale
0: for you. how does it feel the kind of you know you've really broken into American mainstream? You were Japanese mainstream for years,
1: yeah, I mean it's very neat i I've got a Walmart close to where I live too, and and I wanted to see our our display unit to see how it was shaping up and see if. You know, people around my area were wrestling fans or if they're watching the product and um, all we have or all we had um, at the time when I checked last, which was I guess, just a couple of days ago, we had one plastic uh, replica belt. So the figures are moving. And I guess we have fans and people in households around even where I live watching AEW and our, and our AEW fans. So it's, it is very neat.
0: Uh, Looking at AEW as a whole, obviously uh, Matt and I have been tracking your roster very closely. It is a roster full of uh, like stars, but also so many like on the cusp of people breaking out to be huge stars. I'm wondering who, who do you see as that sort of next standout?
1: Mm, It's a very good question. I mean, it's for a lot of people, it's 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 almost like they there may be the perception that they already have broken out. Like I would look at a guy like uh, Darby uh, Darby Allen, mm-hmm. and I would say that you know he's on the cusp of breaking out, but maybe he already has. Maybe already everyone already knows who he is. Orange Cassidy, of course, I knew he would break out and become a star, and he's proven that already. Um, I feel like maybe two guys that could do more than what they are doing it could be even. He, larger and more popular could sell more merchandise could bring more eyeballs to our product are the lucha brothers i think Mm -hmm. yeah i think that um not that they're underutilized per se but i do think um with how great they are they're perhaps underrepresented right now and i would love to see more of them on every episode but that's just me speaking as a fan
0: one of the cool things, especially about the first several months of aew uh was that you had people coming in from all over the world uh that is obviously given the situation right now not possible at all but once th- once things start let, like pulling back a little bit and you are able to look more towards Japan, more towards China, more towards overseas are like are there any specific wrestlers that you would love to see uh just show up in aew?
1: Uh, of course, you know, for me, I've got very close ties to people in Japan. So I would love to see a lot of the Japanese talent that I've probably mixed up with before um, come on over to our show and uh, and just show everyone what makes them so special, well, you know, as, as, our, as a wrestler. Not just for their own promotion, but, you know, in the world of wrestling. Because I think if you're succeeding in any one country or in any one place, there's a pretty good chance you could be just as successful anywhere else in the world as well. Would you
0: ever be interested in bringing over Yoshihiku, my favorite wrestler?
1: <laughs> Absolutely. And he's, been, <laughs> well, he has not been here here per se, but he has been in America. He's made mm-hmm. his first uh, mm-hmm. overseas journey. So to see Yoshihiko on American soil and perhaps in an AEW ring isn't too, uh, I wouldn't say it's too out there of an idea. I think, uh, we're getting closer and closer to it as time goes by, and we have a very, very, we have a working relationship with DDT with um, with the company that that employs him. So anything is possible.
0: I will say, Matt and I got to go to uh, the DDT show in New York last year, and watching him watch Yoshihiko was <laughs> pretty much the most entertaining thing I've ever seen in my life. That 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 is such an intriguing and different wrestling experience.
1: Yeah, it really is. And, and it's sort of uh, if you're watching Yoshihiko and you're having fun, it shows that you've you've come to the show for the right reason. And that's to have mm-hmm. fun. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that uh, someone like Yoshihiko is is has the ability to really bring back of the child fan in all of us.
0: Uh, shifting just a little bit, uh, I, I feel like this is something you get hassled about a lot. Uh, Matt and I are insanely avid wrestling video gamers uh we play every new game that comes out every single year i'm wondering like what is the status of a potential aew video game at this point point? and beyond that like when it comes to what you would want in an aew video game what are the games you're looking at for toward for inspiration
1: well um I don't believe this is breaking too much news, but the status of the AEW video game is that it is currently in development. So um, right now the game is in development. Um, uh, I can't say too much more than that other than I am working very closely, creatively with the team. And every few weeks there are they have very exciting new things to show us, and I believe that we're on the right track because I think we have a good team backing us with a lot of very, um, very good hands that are very capable. Yeah. And um, when I can, when I can announce more, I certainly will. And um, I'm really excited to show the first little bit of footage that we have. Um, again, so it's a little ways away. Um, we're not gonna be competing head to head against WWE Battlegrounds anytime <laughs> soon. But um when the game is ready and and it will release, um I I think it has a very good chance of standing alone as probably the the best wrestling product as a video game that you could probably find on the market. That's the hope anyway.
0: I'm I'm very well and I also feel like what people what gets lost in the conversation a lot of the time is video games don't just get developed overnight these are things that do take a very long time to get right
1: yeah I think the problem is that like we're trying and this is the tough balance is that you try to keep the simplicity involved and how to pick up and play a game and have fun with it and how to how to have fun with it with your friends or from people with you know, uh, online or people that don't necessarily watch the product because they just want to have fun playing a wrestling game. But with how wrestling has evolved over the years, you look at someone like the Young Bucks or the Lucha Brothers or, or PAC or someone like that, and they have such a plethora of maneuvers that they should have access to. Mm-hmm. So how is it that you keep something very simplified and yet have an arsenal as diverse as theirs? It's very difficult to find this balance. And we're working, again, with, for sort of creative ways to keep the experience very pick up and play, but still feel like they're athletes and that you can do the things that you want to do with them. And you can do anything that you've seen them do and do it in our ring.
0: So aside from from wrestling video games in general, what are you really into playing right now?
1: uh right I try to always balance it with uh my video game time with uh two or three games at a time and you know like little little kind of chunks of time so I just finished um uh I just finished fantasy star four for the Sega Genesis mini <laughs> and, uh, that was a very great experience for me um I'm working on an um kind of chipping away at Avengers as well. Same. <laughs> and um, my sort of evening, late night thing is uh, is Warzone. So I play Warzone a lot.
2: Awesome.
0: So one of my favorite videos that you did, this is a few years back, was actually uh, you and the Bucks taking on the New Day in video games, which it was kind of just this wonderful moment for, I think, for wrestling and video game fans. Yeah. Um, do you ever think there's gonna be something like that again or another rematch between you two? Or I should say six.
1: I absolutely do think that it's a possibility. I mean, we have G4 coming back. We have Ven TV as well, we are kind of throwing their names in the hat and there so there's gonna be these um platforms for these shows to exist to have opportunities for guests to to show up, opportunities for guests to Uh, compete against each other. And I think they're going to want to do whatever it takes to have as many viewers as possible. And I think it goes for both companies or I guess all three companies involved, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, wherever the platform may be. And I think what we had proven at that E3 was that, you know, when you marry these two brands together, there's nothing but positivity to come from it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we broke all kinds of Real cool little records with our our little stream, and um, no one had any bad thing to say about it. No, no one company looked weaker than another. It was just a a celebration of video games between people that loved video games, and I think it's easy to do that again. And I think as long as um, the opportunity is there and the the forum is there, I think we will absolutely do it again. And I, and I hope we do. Excellent,
0: thank you so much, Kenny. This was thank great. You. Um, uh, Dynamite is Wednesday nights and the action figures are in stores right now so everybody go buy them
1: Please do, yes
0: First and foremost, thank you to Kenny Omega for coming and hanging out with us for a little while Second most important thing to say right now, get that hashtag trending, hashtag uh, Yoshihiku for AEW, we can make this happen. It we can make this happen. happen. Once once travel from Japan is unbanned, yes. we can get DDT's greatest wrestler of all time. Mm-hmm. Well, one of them. Bring him over to the United States mm-hmm. and have a match with Kenny Omega. I'm looking beyond Kenny Omega. I think that's a foregone conclusion, Matt. Yoshihiku. Uh-huh. Versus Orange Cassidy Come on I don't want to know I, I'd rather see Let's do a, a Yoshihiko Versus uh, Yoshihiko I I, re- I realize that I've been pronouncing it wrong The entire time when I talked to Kenny And I'm like well I know what the character is That's good enough <laughs> What if, it's, what if Yoshihiko get... is a t- in a tag team With Kenny versus the Lucha Brothers uh, Versus Kota Ibushi and the invisible man wow we are really shooting for the stars a lot of big acquisitions by aew coming out of this pandemic i can't wait just so excited about that huge match i just made up i'm gonna say this it now makes me want a yoshihiko aew action figure (laughs) oh god jazz wears wave three this is jazz wave three a tiny little and it is actually like just a tiny little inflatable ball uh yeah you can make wrestle kenny omega either of your kenny omegas because there's two of them that'd be fun i you know what like i, I was thinking about this after we finished up doing the interview mm. about like how hectic like omegas uh just schedule has to be because like closing up you saying like well i just got done f- f- filming an episode of dynamite i'm gonna go film another episode of dynamite yeah. and then the dude was doing interviews all day i'm just like man on top of all that you're running a company like it it makes me feel bad for being tired but like i'm tired yeah that's what we've been talking about before we start filming it's true recording like, kenny just omega tired. and now kenny omega is coming in here and making me feel bad Oh, I'm running a company and wrestling and doing commentary and doing interviews and being an action figure and working on a video game. I'm doing all these things. What are you doing? You're writing about Cobra Kai. Get out of here. By the way, the commentary he did, like, so after we did that interview, he went and did commentary on that episode. Uh And like, I was like, man, like it's crazy he's gonna go do that and then he's just like full of energy I'm like man like where do you get that from where does that energy come from for that commentary cracker barrel I'm betting it's cracker barrel Probably cracker barrel just Probably. A, just a just a buffet full of cracker barrel Chris it has been a long long time are 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 you saying it's been a while it's been one week <laughs> it has not been one week it's been one week it's uh, been many weeks it's been uh it's been a long time since we have given someone that is friends with us not so much someone that listens to the show but someone that is friends with us an opportunity to give them two minutes to talk about whatever they want in wrestling where the gag of the whole bit is me just cutting them off and
1: mm-hmm. I would mm-hmm.
0: go so far as to say this week it is someone who's friends with you and who, after uh, everybody hears this segment, will understand why he does not want to be friends with me. <laughs> he said, no, Tom wants to be friends with you, obviously, but he mainly no. Sold my terrible joke. Yep. <laughs> you, I, I think he like was every... cor- he was correct to do so, but also how dare he? here's a segment we recorded like a month ago <laughs> we just kept pushing wow. back <laughs> way to Let's build up the anticipation the matt this this segment was so good we had to get it out there to the people a month after we recorded it anyway it's time to go back to the soapbox and give a friend two minutes to talk about whatever in a 10-minute segment <laughs> Stop the presses! We got a real, real special soapbox this week. Ooh! Uh, Mike or Meg or Dan or Tom's soapbox. Chris, can you believe it? We've we've added another person to the list. I mean, we're gonna keep doing this until they finally yank us off of whatever the podcasting version of air is. Air. Air Isn't is the podcasting version. So I, I, I assume they yank us off the Apple app. Yeah, take that Apple with us today uh host his own virtual reality television series Ooh. he he once met my dog and it sneezed and farted at the same time Ooh, ladies and gentlemen
2: tom clancy hi tom hi matt i can confirm his dog both sneezed and farted at the same time that's incredible it was an embarrassing moment
0: for my wife and i <laughs>
2: You know what? It was uh, far less embarrassing than the beating you gave me in Madden, whatever year it was.
0: <laughs> that sounds like every time I've played a sports video game with Matt.
2: Yeah, I, I Chris, don't...
0: remember we played NFL Blitz at a arcade? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, it, it, and the final score was, I think, 88 to 7 or something along those one. lines. Uh, now, before we get too deep into this, Tom, I have to confess something. Uh, I okay. pitched a bit to Matt when he told me that you were going to be on. I said... Here's what I'm going to do, and I think it's going to be hilarious. I'm going to spend the entire bit assuming that this is novelist Tom Clancy. And then Matt told me, Chris, that's that, that was his dad. Mm-hmm. And I was very surprised.
2: I mean, I get that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what a straight-faced answer. Beautiful. I, mean, I get that. I've probably gotten that my whole life. I
2: think uh, uh, the best answer I've ever given anybody was uh, back in the early 2000s. And I was at uh, EB Games, which was a thing back then. And uh, I was buying a Rainbow Six game. Oh, God. And I paid with my credit card and the guy, you know, credit card ID. And the guy looks at it and he's just like, wait a second. Are you, you know? And I was like, dude, if I was, don't you think I'd get this for free?
0: Wait, I have a question about that story because you were a a, a younger gentleman then, and he <laughs> 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 He's like, is there a genius boy writing these books that I'm reading? <laughs> 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 Who's this d- Guys, I met Tom Clancy today. Genius boy. You're <laughs> like the best. You're, you're like you're like the Doogie Howser of fiction.
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah, except the best part was is that at the time I had like this horribly bleached long hair, jeans that were more holes than jeans, and I was probably wearing some like really crappy Smashing Pumpkins t-shirt.
0: So you were cool. Yeah,
2: that's 90s cool, isn't it? Well, except this was the early 2000s, so I was a little behind the times here.
0: You were like you were the the Finland of uh, pop culture trends at that point. I'm yeah. assuming <laughs> just kind of behind 10 years. Uh, I, I mean, I'm Finland glad I'm, cool. I'm glad it's not you now because Billy Corgan uh, wears like zoot suits and promotes pro wrestling these days. He certainly. Yeah, does. among it's, other
2: things. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's he's he's gone odd. Speaking of pro wrestling, uh, Tom, we've barely we barely we barely explained the rules to you we we give our friends our coworkers, other uh, fellow wrestle buddies whether they like wrestling or not two minutes to talk about whatever they want within wrestling mm-hmm. uh all i ask and i say this every time it hasn't it just don't swear because i don't like editing it out okay uh so tom let me know when you're ready and i'll start the clock
2: okay um ooh because there's there's two stories i would love to talk about for this instance and it's like which one of the two do i pick
0: you just Ooh. you do whatever just feels the best to you all right i'm ready okay i like that. i like where this is going all right tom's soapbox in three two one go
2: wrestlemania 19 or 18 i forget which number it was it was one in the sky dome and it was right before they changed over to wwe The biggest match I was looking forward to was Kane versus Kurt Angle for the Intercontinental Championship, and Kane had it. And I'm a big Kane stan, especially back in those days when he wore the mask and he was a face. And Kurt Angle and him, great match, two wonderful wrestlers in the ring. Kurt Angle ends up taking the win because you know it, he's a heel, he cheats. Feet up on the ropes, everything. Now, the part of this story that I find the most interesting is not that he cheated and he won he's a jerk. Uh, is that I was sitting in the fourth row at WrestleMania that year, and you can see young, poorly dyed hair Tom uh, <laughs> immediately standing upon the the three count with double birds raised in the air, screaming obscenities at Kurt Angle, who just cheated the better wrestler out of his title. And You're man... You're on camera? I am on camera. Dude, I was fourth row
1: oh man
0: we're gonna we're gonna screenshot that and try to find it
2: oh yeah i will uh i'll yeah i'll 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 point it out man but uh yeah and it was just so because it was like dude kane you know i mean like that was a great night i mean triple h back for the championship we had Mm -hmm. uh rock versus hulk hogan which was like one of those guys showed up to wrestle and it wasn't hulk hogan uh (laughs) You know, it was just a great night, and it was just like, man, it could have been so much cooler, but, I mean, hey, Rob Van Dam won the European Championship off of William Regal, and, like, there was the whole night of the Hardcore Championship when it was the 24-7 title. I think Molly Holly ended up with it at the end. hmm Nice. You know? Yeah, it was just, that was fun. Oh, and uh, uh, The Rock yelled at Coachman because uh, he told him to pray, and uh, he started with, <laughs> what's up, G? And then God was all like, "That's or not God." The well, Rock. thank you very much,
0: Tom, for your point opinions. It's <laughs> coming on down.
2: Oh, <laughs> well, that I, was two minutes already. That was two minutes. <laughs> it's uh, such I,
0: a <laughs> stupid bit. Yeah, <laughs> I will say uh, just because WrestleMania 18. That yeah, it, w- it was 18. I looked up the card. I love so much that you were most excited about Kurt Angle versus Kane on a card that had yes. The Rock versus Hulk Hogan. It's one of the most highly anticipated matches ever. And it was like insane spectacle. It was Triple H's return. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Undertaker fought Ric Fla- It's This is when Undert- uh, American badass Undertaker had his <laughs> fighting in the crowd street fight with Ric Flair. It was so bad. There's <laughs> so much nonsense on this show.
2: Yo, oh, Scott Hall versus uh, Stone Cold. Uh, yeah oh yeah where
0: scott hall took the worst stunner of all time
2: it was pretty bad uh uh one of the people i was with he actually caught one of stone cold's molson's
0: oh nice (laughs) i love it
2: yeah uh uh, this is before
0: the before the switch to coors light
2: well it was i I imagine at pay-per-views he uses whatever the local beer is yeah
0: and i was going on in canada Um, And I will say the most important feud of all time came to a head at WrestleMania 18. And that is edge versus Booker T because Booker T was mad that I think edge got like a shampoo commercial. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good (laughs) storyline. What a show. Like a show of shows.
2: The sad thing is, is like that, that could have been like a really good feud because those guys are both really good on camera and they're both really talented wrestlers. Mm Mm-hmm. And like they, they, I mean, that's a perfect like feud for their characters at that time. But man, that could have just been like great. It's it was hard for me. Forgettable. Yeah, it was. Um, I I even forgot about that match.
0: I want to see it now. I want them yeah. to do that feud again. Dude, is Booker Tom... T still wrestling? Booker T, no, no, no. no he no. He's, he shows up on the pre shows and whatnot. And that's he gives a, a shucky ducky it. quack quack thing, whatever that is. <laughs> I don't understand what it is, but I love it. Uh, Tom, before before we let you go, uh, please promote all the things you'd like to promote at this moment. That will uh, not well, be cut out of the final edit.
2: <laughs> yes. Uh, okay, awesome. Well, the thing I'd like to promote is, uh, you mentioned it earlier, my VR show. I do a live motion capture video podcast on Twitch four to six days a week. Uh, it's called That Tom Clancy Show at twitch.tv slash that Tom Clancy. I don't have like a set schedule, so you can also find me on Twitter. At Tom Clancy and it's very worth pointing out that uh, unlike my dad I keep the H in Tom because I'm not lazy uh, so it is uh, T-H-O-M-C-L-A-N-C-Y and that is also included in the Twitch stuff so feel free to pop by say you don't like my wrestling takes that's perfectly fine but just remember I've appeared twice on camera on WWE broadcasts the other time being when Stone Cold uh, fought against uh, uh, Spike Dudley in the main event of a SmackDown years and years ago.
0: <laughs> oh, it's beautiful. I will. I will say this because you showed me. I think a really early pilot episode for that Tom Clancy show before you kind of went. And this was actually like I think a couple of years even before. Yeah. Um. I actually I don't catch it every day because I uh I don't have time to watch things I like. <laughs> You have Mom. a child. <laughs> I have a child. <laughs> um, I do very much really, really like your show. And I actually do legitimately love what you're doing, that, uh, what you're doing with the show. And I'm not just kind of butt kissing at this point because we're buddies. But yeah. I'm really excited for like what you've been doing. And I congratulations. So that's a, like a, it. a heartfelt, sincere congratulations to you. I well, actually Aww. just
2: did a bit of a format change this week, too. I uh, built out a whole new set. And uh, I'm kind of taking it more of like a little late nighty. So I'm opening the shows uh, with some jokes uh, that I write the same day. So I imagine it's much like that first time I saw you at a comedy show.
0: Oh, boy. That's a story. <laughs> to, you and your wife came to see me at an open mic where I was trying something very experimental and it did not go well. Oh, and no. It I've not, heard you, about your
2: experimental stuff. You were still not the worst comedian that night. So if that makes oh, you feel far any not. better. No, but, but no. the, the other Matt, he, he was on point that night.
0: Matt Drufke, who is a, oh, yeah. a lovely human being. Anyway, Tom, thanks for coming by. Absolutely. Yeah, thank man. you very much. I'm so glad to have talked to someone who's actually at that show because it looked one last thing. I got to know, like watching it on TV, that the reaction for that match, the Hogan rock match is nuts. What was it yeah. like being in the room for it?
2: I mean, it was still really fun because it's like you get this moment because these guys are two legends Mm -hmm. of professional wrestling. And it's, you know, as a kid growing up, like I didn't watch wrestling a lot, but I knew Hulk Hogan. Right. You know, and then uh, I got into wrestling uh, in college and it was at the time when The Rock was making his transition over to being a movie star. And so it was really nice to get to see The Rock still in his prime, you know, Mm -hmm. wrestling Mm -hmm. and, you know, Hulk Hogan, like, I mean, the dude is he, he's old and he's beat up and stuff, but I mean, he still knows how to put on a show. Yeah. And while he didn't have the physicality of the rock, he had the showmanship that really just helped sell that night.
0: Uh, thank you. Thank you, Tom Clancy for coming onto the show. Remember to check out that Tom Clancy show on YouTube. We will be tweeting out and messaging out and, uh, linking out where to watch his episodes, uh, his virtual reality talk show. I I still can't believe I said, what if I do this terrible bit? And then you told me he was actually Tom Clancy's son. I was like, oh, I won't do that. You're like, no, you should still do it. Thank you, I think that's the, I, I didn't realize it until much, much later, but I think that's the thing that every single person does to him when they first meet him. I did it. I was just like, ha who are you, Tom Clancy's son? Like, the first time I met him in person, he's like, yeah, I am. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> but with an H, T-H-O-M, Clancy. T-H-O-M. Fantastic. It's almost time to go, but it's not time to go. We're not done yet. It, Chris, it feels like we've been here recording for hours. And we have, we have... <laughs> What a jerk. Uh before we go, as always, we like to wrap up with the mailbag. You guys send us questions. This week's question, I'm really into Matt, because it didn't come to us via Twitter. It didn't Mm-mm. come to us via the GameSpot Discord. Mm-mm. Joe sent us an email, the old-fashioned way to ask people questions. He emailed wrestlebuddies at gamespot.com and he said, Hey guys. I was just wondering your thoughts, if any, you have about the G1 tournament, New Japan. It's one of the most anticipated events of the year, and I've been enjoying the late start to it this year. Not every match is great, but there's always a few highlights. Love the show. Keep up the great work. We will, Joe. It's great. Thank work. you. Um, yes, thank you very much for sending in a question. Here's what I'll say. Usually the G1 happens over the summer. Uh, it got pushed to the fall this year. You would think because of COVID, but no. It is actually happening uh, this fall because uh, the Olympics were supposed to happen this summer in Japan. So they oh man, it. you just reminded me the Olympics were canceled. I love remember the Olympics. the Olympics. Remember when that used to happen? Not this. summer. I love the. Olympics. I'm like legit love the Olympics. Actually, I don't know what to tell you, Matt. They did. They'll happen next summer probably. Is that okay with you? I guess I'll take it. Okay, uh, Matt. I was going to say, I don't know about you, but I do know about you because we discussed this beforehand. You, you have not been, Uh you have not been keeping up with new Japan. I, well, it's hard to keep up with new Japan when they weren't filming shows for so long. And I think they came back and started doing shows like two months ago or something, Something but yeah, in front of either no or no audience or reduced audience. I think there's an audience now and they all wear masks because, uh, they're smart. They're not screaming about freedom. They are smart, (laughs) smart human beings. Uh, I have not been watching the G1 tournament, but I've been sort of keeping track of it because uh, the way G1 goes, like it's like a month-long series of shows where it's just match, 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 match. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I never have time to watch all of it. However, there I keep track of it. And then there are shows I always want to go back and watch. Uh, this year, I'm, I'm actually looking at the schedule right now. Uh, night one, the main event of the first show of the G1 this year was Kota Ibushi versus Okada. I want to. I'm gonna watch that. Like I'm absolutely watch gonna watch that. Uh, other things that I'm into: Ibushi versus Jay White, uh, Naito versus Zack Saber Jr. I was just looking. It looks like it was last night. It was Kenta versus Zack Saber Jr., which is a match I'm very into. And also, mm-hmm. Kenta with uh, Jay White versus Okada was a couple days ago. These all sound awesome. I want to watch them all. Also. Remember uh new AEW star Jeff Cobb who appeared on a couple episodes and disappeared? Yep. That's cuz he's back in New Japan. Oh, participating in hey. the G1. He faced Minoru Suzuki one night. Like I'd like to see that. Is um is Evil on the card? E- cuz Evil's kind of had like a breakout year. Evil is on the card, Matt. Uh Evil lost to Zack Sabre Jr. one night. I'm looking let me oh. I'm I'm looking For more, we can cut this down because I am scanning the card for more evil. Has evil only had one match? Oh, no. Uh, Evil is on the card, Matt. Evil has had uh, two matches, currently one and one, uh, defeated Yoshihachi, but lost to Zack Sabre Jr. I'm just waiting for that evil Naito match again yeah, and again, again and again. All the time. Uh so yeah the- Man, big year for that guy. There is or, well 2019-2020. Oh wait, when did he go to when did he go to Bullet Club? When exactly what that was this year, wasn't it? it? Wasn't last year. I think it was this year. I don't know. Time doesn't make sense to me anymore. It's been a weird year. I can't tell what happened when. But uh I think that actually I think he went to Bullet Club like I might even say like February, March, or 2015. Who knows? Ooh. No, Ooh. no, it was this. It was in the past. It was in the past 12 month Who time span. Who honestly knows anymore? Time is a, a flat piece of garbage that is ruining our lives. Anyway. Great. Uh, the moral of the story is there's a lot of really, really great matches happening right now. In Oh, Matt. Matt. Yeah. Night. Yeah. Uh, we're currently nights. Today's night six. Night eight. Evil versus Kenta. Ooh. Like that's a great match. Night ten, Evil versus Juice Robinson. That's a great match. Yeah, there's God. I wish I, I wish uh, I had uh, night 14, 14, the money to watch this. Night fourteen, <laughs> Evil versus Naito.
1: <gasps> that's what I want. Yeah.
0: There, like, yeah. The every year the G one is filled with ridiculously cool matches, but good lord, there's no way you can watch all of them. It's impossible. It's ju- it's just, I don't have the money for another streaming There's service also to pay. That. It's, it's a lot. I, I, I think I'm subscribed to almost every streaming service except for Peacock, Quibi. I, I, and am, then, subs- and New I Japan. am subscribed to Peacock and I'm glad I'm subscribed to Peacock. I'm currently rewatching the purge season one. If you want to pretend you're a sideline reporter and, and record yourself giving us updates on what happened, um, Record that and email it to WrestleBuddies at You might find <laughs> yourself in an episode as WrestleBuddy special correspondent. If you have a stupid amount of time and a decent sounding mic, yeah. go nuts. At this point, whatever. <laughs> Why at this point? This is an episode filled with dreams and wishes. And we've had, we finally had an AEW it, person on. We've, re- we've only really done it. It only took 23 episodes for us to get an AEW wrestler on the show. Or even 22 Is this episodes. episode 22? This is uh, 22. I'm, I'm from the future. I don't know if we've talked about this before. We have talked about this because the year right now is 2042. How lazy are we? No, we're not lazy. It just takes a year for an episode to come out because we just are such staunch well, It takes a lot of editing. Well, I don't know about you, but I got to go to the farm to see President Jose Canseco the speak. The farm? yeah that's where the new white house is you know the farm you're from the future chris yes and future is like are we from different futures yes and are we from parallel universes is this a multiverse situation it certainly is and we'll see you next week thanks for listening to Russell buddies we hope you had at least almost as much fun as we did go ahead and rate and review us on the Apple Podcast app. You can email us questions at WrestleBuddies at GameSpot.com or find us over on Twitter at WrestleBuddies. I am at Chris Hainer. He is at I'm Matt Elfring. See you next week.